Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It is a beautiful, sunny day, and we are surrounded by beautiful windows that are showing but us. you're going to say beautiful women. That'd be oh, weird. I mean, I mean you, you all are beautiful yeah, women. thank you. Except you, for the men. You, <laughs> you're, you've got some beautiful women around you, Bradley. Yeah. No, we're surrounded by these beautiful windows that are showing us the beautiful blue sky because we are at the Children's Theater Company uh, today as part of our Santa project. And if you are out and about and you would like to stop by, join us while we broadcast live, drop off a toy. It will be donated. Uh, we will take take care of bringing it to our friends at the Ronald McDonald House. They are so appreciative of, of uh, your donations and they are able to put them to really good use. Uh, and then you can sit down, have a donut. You can register to win a pair of tickets or a family. How many tickets do we have? Four, four tickets to see The Grinch here at Children's Theater Company. We are giving those away as well. Uh, and we just would love to see you. Uh, but while we are here... We're actually talking about celebrities. We certainly are. Yeah. And this is kind of the biggest thing that's going on today. Well, yeah, it's it's certainly the biggest celebrity story that's going on today. It all started, um, well, it started when we first learned this week that Kevin Hart was going to be hosting uh, the Next Academy Awards. And um, a lot of people were excited, and he certainly was very excited. Yeah, he said it, he, it, that it was something he'd always wanted to do, and he could now check it off his list. He could check it off his list. Like it was his to-do list. Um, well, but you know, you, you get know. it. Like if I you're do. a celebrity who's doing that kind of thing, that mm-hmm. you know, those are the things that you look forward to well that wasn't the end of the story because um the you know state of the world being what it is today in 2018 um the people started having opinions about it and you know i and i saw this uh very quickly people are like uh remember that kevin hart has got somewhat of a questionable past when it comes to statements about certain groups um also his record with women is a little touchy so there were there were a number of people criticizing maybe the initial announcement that's not unusual Usual, right? right in this day and age nothing goes away everything is fair game and there are trolls all over the place it's true and especially because of social media you know there is a record of every single thing you've ever tweeted out or instagrammed or facebooked yeah. or you know whatever so a series of tweets uh along with some you know uh questionable rhetoric about gay people surfaced mostly because they're still there and <laughs> people just retweeted them um that started creating a larger conversation about whether or not Kevin Hart should address that uh, conversation or that topic before assuming the role of uh, presenter at the Academy Awards or host. And I think that that is a perfectly valid thing because um, the, the person who's hosting the Academy Awards is doing it for TikTok, TikTok. Uh, publicity? 
money for an audience audience okay sorry there's so many options of how to complete that sentence (laughs) so he's he's doing it for an audience right and the audience is us Mm -hmm. and so ultimately the network's going to decide who us wants to see right do it taking into account of course that us is a broad audience oh for sure many different opinions and so they're probably going to just call me they're going which is unfortunate unfortunate because you know things i would have opinions opinions. no but they're going to look for the person who probably is going to be the least controversial right which is why they've had ellen do it or at least somebody who's kind of a nice person Mm -hmm. i mean honestly you don't have to i think there's this idea anyway i don't want to get sidetracked on that just yet because i want to tell people that maybe didn't see what happened um tell them what actually happened so these these tweets come about it creates a conversation and the tweets i'm not going to read for you just understand that they are gross inappropriate Mm -hmm. homophobic and Mm -hmm. not just like vaguely so like oh this was an earlier time no this is like i'm going to beat my child if he shows any sort of indication of being gay because as a heterosexual that's what you have to mm-hmm. do so just really vile stuff yeah okay mm-hmm. so overtly overtly vile. and um never has sort of uh, cleanly apologized for that and when asked to do so in order to continue in his obligation because of course this is this is now become a distraction mm-hmm. the academy awards are like hey dude could you just go out there and apologize again and say uh very clearly that this is not something you support and he was like actually i don't want to do that Mm -hmm. i've already done that well and not only did he he not only did that once he did that twice well the first time he was sort of like uh y'all y'all are being trolls yeah and i'm not going to address the trolls you can't you know people change and um, if you are going to try to tell me people don't change you're just trying to harsh my mellow Mm -hmm. and bring down my happiness Mm -hmm. and i'm not going to let the haters hate and it was like, no, that's not how this works. Right. You made some really uncomfortable statements. And um, most people, when they do that, they're pretty humble about it right. and willing to own it again, if necessary. And he didn't want to do it that first time mm-hmm. in a general sense, mm-hmm. but then very specifically was asked to do it and then said, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. And actually, Holly, do we do you have that audio available? Can we play that second, the the actual audio from his social media that he posted with his non-apology? Yeah, yeah, here it is. And that's not the last apology, by the way. And I did want to just clarify, he said, no, 2009, 2010. Actually, um, there are some tweets from 2011 and words after. So, you know, like, he just is trying to paint a picture one way mm-hmm. and sort of play the, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he wants to play the victim as if he's the victim of a bunch of internet trolls taking right. down his career. Mm-hmm. When, in fact, he's saying those, you know, with his own lips right there, I uh, I shouldn't have to keep apologizing for something. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if you want the job, why wouldn't you if you actually are sorry for those things? Well, and, right? and yeah, and he's putting the onus on somebody else to do the work of of locating the apology. No, just and you issue the it's apology. The Academy Awards and you get to host it. Why would like I'm just telling you from a practical standpoint, if I had said something that I feel like I have apologized for a hundred times and they asked me to do it a hundred and one times and they asked me to do it on my head with no shirt on and uh, meanwhile with a chorus of barking seals behind me, I'd be like, sign me up. I'll do whatever you want for me to host the Academy Awards. Right. Um, he, I, I did want to say he actually went on to apologize after acknowledging that he said he was not doing this, that he was not going to apologize, as you just heard. He then actually goes on to apologize to the you know LGBTQ community. 
So I'm like, what? Well, why didn't you just do that in the beginning? Mm-hmm. You know, it's so weird to me that this, I think what it really is, is it's just about his ego and a male one at that. Yeah, it's just such a weird, I, but like, I can't even, it's such a convoluted, I can't figure out what it is that he wanted to accomplish with any of that. He wanted to, he wanted to seem, I'm, I'm putting words because I don't know, but I would venture to guess he wanted, there are people in his life people around him or he perceived that his audience whoever that may be the people writing checks to him or the people going to his you know comedy or buying tickets to his movies he believed that the best thing he could do was look like he would not give in to a vocal uh loud group of people and he, which which really tells me that he still has opinions yeah. that he is not apologetic for yeah I, this is yeah this is not the right battle to pick this is the one where you let your if indeed you have changed if indeed you you have learned differently that's where you let that win in that moment yeah and you don't let that bravado take over you do the apology because it's the right thing to do and you can you can have this moment that you're trying to have at a different more appropriate time but this isn't the time for that and again when the academy awards are on the line for you if if this belief is so strong that you are allowing that to be the thing that decides whether or not you do this thing that you have dreamt about your whole life allegedly that to me, I just there's a, such an out of whack priority there that um, I I don't I just I've decided I just don't really care for he him. He clearly does not have a good PR person. That's the other thing is his uh, whoever was handling his PR clearly dropped the ball, or he needs to hire somebody because this entire thing was totally unforced error. Yeah, or or maybe he wasn't listening to them until you know. It sounds like he did finally come around if he did finally issue some sort of an apology. Yeah, but again, I mean totally his fault yeah I mean, he could have stopped this he was in control of this entire mm-hmm. meltdown too little too late yeah. when we come back on the colleen and bradley show it is friday which means we are going to try something we've been hearing about but we have not yet tasted uh for our cheat day experience on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071. we are live from the children's theater hey it's us colleen hey. and bradley Hello. Um, it's my talk one oh seven one. What's going on? Yeah, we're streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We're everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we are currently broadcasting live here in the lobby at the Children's Theater because it is part of our Santa project. Uh, we are collecting toys for our wonderful friends at the Ronald McDonald House, and our friend Amy from Ronald McDonald House has just arrived uh, to see to see before her uh, the donations of wonderful people who have already stopped by and dropped off toys for people who need the services at Ronald McDonald House. Uh, And this is one of our favorite things that we do each year during the holiday season is collect these toys and then families are able to use them for Christmas gifts. But then if there are extra toys, then they are able to use them all throughout the year as well. So there's no such thing as too many toys. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't bring too many toys and we've got tons of toys already here. So thank you for those who've stopped by. 
please bring them by. If yes. there are donuts left, you'll get a donut. Yes. Um, and there, and I just, I grabbed a Mojo Monkey donut. They're real good, right? And I just took a bite and it is delicious. And also, we are uh, taking, we are, you can, if, when you come here, you can enter to win uh, a four pack of tickets to see The Grinch, which is currently on stage here children's theater company uh and now because it is friday one of the things that we love to do on friday is throw our dietary restrictions all the way out the window with a little cheat day dirty rotten cheetah cheat day taste test stick this in your mouth all right, what do we got today? Okay, so everybody's been talking about this juniper latte Ooh. at the Starbucks. I don't know. I don't even really know what's in it, but what from what I understand, it's very piney. Well, yeah, isn't juniper like pine? Well, it's a yeah, it's like a tree. Yeah, and so so what uh, is it like sap from a pine well, tree or here, something? Here, actually, you know what? I'm gonna you take that cover off and smell it because I already sniffed it. Um, it's a latte called the Juniper Latte. You can get it at Starbucks. Um, and I'm going to look and see what's actually in it. because Vaguely piney, but maybe some mo- mocha, minty, something? I don't know. So this is people have been talking people are talking, people are about, talking it. about it um i've heard people kind of talking about it i've heard mixed reviews about the starbucks juniper latte some people say it smells like christmas in a cup but others say it smells or it tastes like a christmas tree i've never licked a christmas tree well that i, I recall i don't think they expect you to i think they're saying that it gives you the impression that you are tasting a christmas tree. okay well why don't you i'm gonna actually look here okay so it, it has it. juniper syrup in it okay so maybe that is you know syrup from a juniper tree yes please do milk brewed espresso and juniper syrup and pine citrus sugar and bradley has it in his mouth and as i'm looking at his face it does not look happy it does not look like something he's enjoying. Nope. It's not an, nope. it's not an experience he wants I, to repeat. And can I tell you, I was... No. It, no, because here's why. No, There's here's something why. wrong about having pine in your mouth. I, I tend to so agree So I love the smell of pine. In fact, I just bought a pine uh, air freshener for my vehicle because I love that pine smell this time of year. Like, so it smells like a forest. Sorry. I just huffed it. Woof. No, it's not super piney smelling. Like, I didn't even get that much pine out of the smell. I don't think you took a big enough uh, huff. Because when you really sniff it, you get the pine on the It's very piney uh, up front. In the back, there's a little bit of, like, uh, like rosemary, which is also piney, right? Kind of. It's got that. I think it's the same family. It's it's a weird taste. Not one that my mouth is enjoying. Oh, wow. Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. You're not supposed to drink this. Yeah. It literally tastes like pulverized pine needles mixed with coffee and cream. I'm going to just really quickly read again. Because there's extra ingredients that I did not read. Sugar, powdered sugar, natural flavors, spices, and then pumpkin, apple. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Red cabbage and turmeric. Well, that's colors. Colors. So, yeah, those natural flavors um, and those, those, veg- or those fruits were for color. Those are all just natural colors instead of artificial. Thank God we're getting rid of artificial colors in our food. Yeah, I don't know why you keep putting it in your mouth because it's really not that tasty. Well, I had to try it again because I couldn't believe it the first time. It, it tastes like you're does. sucking on a, um, mm. like, sort of like a winter potpourri bag from TJ Maxx yeah. that you picked out of a bin. And there's a little barky, you know, after flavor on the. It's not. No, don't do it, guys. Don't yeah. do it. I think that's a definite pass. Yeah, hard pass on that. Yeah. But thank you for playing. I'm going to give that I'm one. I'm going to stick with the eggnog latte. Zero I'm cobras stick with on that. The uh, gingerbread. We got D-Bags coming up next. Uh, celebrity D-Bags, not the barista at the, at the coffee shop who made us that. All right, we'll be back after this. Celebrities behaving badly. Yes, even when there is joy in our hearts on the Colleen and Bradley show because we are celebrating the Santa Project at Children's Theater Company. Bring a toy uh, to donate. Get a donut. Uh, enter to win tickets to see the Grinch. Even when there's joy in our heart. We have to talk about these celebrities that behave badly, and we have a name for them, and that name is... D-Bags. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Bradley Trainer uh, needed to... Bradley? No, don't talk hey, about it. He's not, not having a donut. we're not eating donuts here. He's, I don't know what you're talking about lies. He ha- he's having a piece of celery trying to get rid of the taste celery of... Celery juice. It's really good. The juniper oh, latte. yeah, that's what everyone's drinking these days. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I have a whole nother story about that. But anyway, we can't do that now. Go on. What's your D-bag? Who's your D-bag? It's your turn first. No, it's not, is it? I mean, I'll go first if you'd like. Uh, no, actually, I, I would like to go first if you don't mind. Go. <sighs> okay. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing? Did you have a good day today? Take your time, Trader. You know what? It's Take a Friday. Time. We're excited. It's a Santa stop. Okay. And we've got D-bags. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So That's enough out of you, Holly. Thanks. <laughs> my, yeah, I'm done with you. Moving on now. Thanks, Thanks. Holly. Wow. <laughs> Love you too. Uh, <laughs> my D-bag today is myself. No, uh, Leo DiCaprio. Oh, wow. Why? What did he do? Because, um, well, okay, so this is kind of like a reverse D-bag situation. So I had to like reverse my way into this D-bag. Uh, normally, you just, you just hit it head on. But it's Leo because of the story that I read in page six. Leo DiCaprio eyes $2.5 million dinosaur bones at Art Miami. Okay. What is this story, right? Okay, so I had no idea what this story was about, but I had to read more because dinosaur bones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it turns out in. it turns out that art spies, because those are a thing, uh, have said that Oscar winner and environmental activist Leo DiCaprio uh, has expressed interest through an art advisor in a $2.5 million piece on display during Art Miami as part of an exhibition called de-extinction from Avant Mining and Inter, Interprospect. 
Wow, you said a lot of words there. Right? I got okay. about two of them. So Art Basel, you know, that's oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. thing that's going on right now. It's fancy and everybody mm-hmm. who's, you know, got lots of money and, you art, know, and or just too... Art, and wants to look all... Too artsy. They well, do that thing. They have, um, you know, all sorts of art that's on display and obviously people are auctioning off items. Well, one of these pieces is an actual dinosaur skeleton. And I'm like, how is a dinosaur skeleton art? Right? Right. It doesn't make sense. To that me. feels like that's. But then I just science. had this whole weird conversation with myself about how angry I was that Leonardo DiCaprio could buy dinosaur skeletons for two point five million dollars. Which it's America, you can buy whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But then I just thought, like, that should be in a museum somewhere, and I can't buy it because I would like to have a dinosaur skeleton in my house. And there's other things that are on display, like there's a dinosaur nest. You can buy a dinosaur nest at an art show. It just seems weird to me. And I was just having lots of very angry conversations in my head about not being able to buy dinosaur bones, and I want I just, a dinosaur. I really, wow! I thank you for taking us on your journey. I mean, I'll eat my donut if I, you're not. No, I really interested in my story. No, I but. am actually. I'm thankful that you just brought us. I realize it's bizarre behind the curtains of Bradley but, you Trainer's know, mind. We're not far from like another exhibition mm-hmm. at a museum sunken treasures it would be kind of weird if somebody if there was like price tags on everything right and you could actually have that kind of stuff i was just like there's really rich people with dinosaur bones just hanging out and then where do you put the dinosaur bones do you just put that in your lobby i guess you don't have a lobby but i mean a foyer well i bet that if you're rich enough you do have a lobby i guess so i don't know you remember this isn't the first time that leonardo dicaprio has been interested in dinosaur bones what's the other one Back in 2013, Nicolas Cage outbid Leonardo DiCaprio for a dinosaur skull that may have been stolen. And in fact, that auction took place all the way back in 2007. And there's a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That was, that was a cute homage <laughs> to National Treasure. You're welcome. Is that the movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I want dinosaur bones. No, but that bones, actually really happened. And you shouldn't have to pay $2.5 million to have them. But I also, you probably dream. shouldn't own dinosaur bones. Because you should give it to a museum so people mm-hmm. like who know what they're doing can like put it on display and tell you about it. And you know, I used to dream of like digging in my backyard and just like uncovering dinosaur yes, bones. Yes, and me- metal detectors. That's why okay, I want no, a metal I, detector. That's your thing. No. They, I don't think that the bones were metal. <laughs> they could have had cavities. You don't know. I, they went to see the dinosaur dino filling. dentist. Yes. You okay. don't know. Okay. They were very advanced creatures. Alrighty. Alrighty. Okay, fine. Shall we move on? Yeah. I Thank you, though. Really. It was just one of those things where I'm, I'm, I want what he you has. You want dinosaur bones. Yeah. And I, when you're Oprah-level rich, Bradley. And also, it's just weird that it's in an art exhibit. Like, I thought they were going to put, like, flowers on it or, like, dress it up or do something weird. Oh, they, no, no they shouldn't bones. do that. They should not deface the dinosaur bones. Yeah, true. That's science. Yep. No, don't art the dinosaur bones. I haven't eaten my donut. Okay, enjoy that while I tell you about uh, my D-bag, and that is Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, God. Okay, just her name drives me up a wall. Well, I'm actually I'm making her my D-bag, but this is actually a behavior that I would like to shame all people for. So Yay. if you are in the listening audience and this sounds like something you've ever done. You know that Colleen is judging. You're you. on the list. No, I'm not. You're going to judge, too, because you hate this, too. I know you do. All of most people do. Candace Cameron Bure went go-karting. And uh, she ended up getting a major injury on her hand. 
and she had to go to the ER and she had to get it fixed. But you know what? She that that part is not the debug part. Okay. Like I felt bad for that. I'm like, that's a bummer, right? Ouch. Nobody likes to go to the ER. Nobody likes to get their hand fixed. Yeah, for sure. But you know what then she did? What? This is the thing that makes her a D-bag. Okay. And all of you people who do the same thing. All of you She people. took a picture mm. of her chewed up, pulverized, blended up hand, and she posted it on her Instagram. No. You guys, this is it's a usually on Facebook that needs to stop. Thank you. When people are like, look what my kid did. Oh, my gosh. No. And you're like, no, I don't want to see that. I don't need to see your stitches. I don't need to see your organs popping out of some incision. I don't need to see that. Your Susan Boyle. I don't need to see your boil. I don't need to see your rash. That's the worst. When somebody's like, I'm, I don't know. What is this? Have you, do you know what this is? And it's some disgusting weird thing that you should only be showing your although doctor. That, although we have done stories about how people have posted that stuff on Facebook and then a doctor is seeing it and they're like, you need to go to the doctor because that's cancer and then they they don't die. So I'm just saying that's the problem is people are going to keep doing that because we're rewarding that behavior by saving well, their lives. Can we all stop? Can we agree to stop that? Because I don't <laughs> need, nobody needs that in your eye cavities when you're doing just life. You don't need to be there scrolling should be, No, you know what they should do? Is what they do do blah. now, I think, is that they oftentimes will give you that little um, blurry thing and they're like, click here if you want to see something disgusting. And so that you can scroll through your feed and it's still there, but I you have the have option. That, I must have that setting off I on my social before. media because I don't, I see all kinds of things that I'm not ready for when I'm on social media. And yeah, like I'm just people's like, opinions. Yes. Can we blur those? Oh, that would be nice. Look, if you want to scratch that itch, I got a recommendation for you where you don't have to go to social media. Oh, fun. What? Go to the New England Journal of Medicine and there are Mm. image galleries of images in clinical medicine. Like there's this image that's gone viral of this person who coughed up a blood clot Mm. and it looks exactly... Okay, can we talk about that? Can we please talk about that? Are you talking about the lung guy? Yes. Okay, so I have a question about that, Holly, because you probably did the research. Uh Um, We have to talk about this. I thought at first they said the person coughed up their lung. You know how you're like, I'm going to cough up a lung. Right. And I thought, oh, my God, they actually did it. Then I was reading today that that was actually just a blood clot that looked like a piece of lung. Yeah. So it's a piece of lung. (laughs) It's a blood (laughs) clot that somebody coughed up and it maintained uh, the I'm sorry. I'm not a a medicine person. The lung. Yes. Correct. Correct. Like it was like a cast. It looks like a lung. Because it was the blood that was inside of the ventricles. I don't know. Is it worse to actually it looks see like the picture? Or the way we're talking about no, it is also No, it's worse to see grody. the picture. It's Trust a ca- me. So the image looks like a cast of this person's right bronchial tree. I, uh, no. Which, by the way, if that fascinates you at all, and now I'm into territory where I feel like we're defeating your whole entire point. Yeah, but you there's can an seek entire it out. Art That's exhibit. a thing. Uh, which was at the Science Museum. Uh, science. Uh, well, there might have been a thing at the Science Museum here in Minnesota, but the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago had that Body Worlds exhibit. It was here. It's at the Science Museum too. And um, did it have the mom? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was the most amazing bizarre was it not experience and Mm -hmm. that's what it reminded me of because there is all of the um there's literally somebody's like all the veins in their body Mm -hmm. that they somehow are able to take out and then like leave like leave it in like the 
mold of the person so yeah. you can like see it as it is in the body yeah, it's that thing was it's fascinating fa- it is fascinating i did and not want to see it though this afternoon when i was eating my lunch which is when p- i saw it which is my point yeah. it is one thing to actively seek out disgusting bodily things that's one thing it is quite another when i'm just doing life and I'm trying to scroll through and see people's yeah. children doing funny things. And then suddenly I'm looking at your butt I boil. Would, I do not need it. Butt boil? Okay. I'm just saying, I don't need that. Can, Candace Cameron Bure. Did she apologize? Al. No. Not oh. to me. I don't know. Let me see the image. Scroll do down. Do you really want to yeah. see that? Are you ready for it? Yeah. You ready? Because mm-hmm. it looks, I mean, it's chewed up. I mean, ooh. Oh, that's not that bad. I but, thought it was going to be like hamburger helpers. Well, something. I mean, the way that I described it yeah, made it you're look like in But a when blender. you're not expecting that, it is gross. That's actually really not no, that. No, I get the heebie-jeebies when I see people's injuries. I, f- I don't, I have this, it's a thing called empathy. I just don't want to see bones. So I feel if things If there's protruding bone issues, oh, that's that's where- nothing, Colleen. It's just a bruise and a scratch. Listen, you people. What I am saying is when you're not expecting Oh, you need to validate it, her opinion, Holly. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Do it. No, I'm fine. All I'm saying is... Somebody's got to her. We're not getting out of this When break. I'm... <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1... I, I honor no, your opinion. No, I, I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm fine. We are live at the Children's Theater. I'm fine. Where I need I no know, validations of opinions or otherwise. When we come back, I would like to talk to Bradley, since we're done now talking about bodily things i would like to talk about food oh good and food trends you got them all warmed up what after this on my talk 1071 we are live at the children's theater company colleen and bradley my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and we are here as part of our santa project please if you're out and about stop by drop off a toy have a donut uh, enter to win a, a four-pack of tickets to see The Grinch, which is on stage right now here at the Children's Theater. Uh, and Bradley, you had a little too much fun in the break with a toy that somebody donated. Yeah, it's called Gas Out, and it just makes fart noises. Holly, I feel like you're getting that for Christmas. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Holly's um, our resident fart lover. Okay, that is <laughs> wow, really... Um, that. Holly, I bet that that's a title I mean, that you true. are really proud of. I truly am. Okay, good. Well, guess what? I have some news that's gonna that I'm not. I can't even make. Yeah. I'm not gonna make the time. There is no fart crossover for this. Well, story. there actually is because um, you know we are in that time of year where all those top ten lists get released, mm-hmm. and uh, Grubhub has released the annual year in food report. And what they're doing is they're detailing the popular dining trends of 2018. What are the, the, the popular food trends that have emerged over the past year in the sense that, uh, they have seen an, like an actual increase in interest of these certain types of food from 2017 to sure. 2018. Yeah. So I've got a top oh, it's a 10 list. It's a list of 2018 food trends. Exactly. So I'm going to go from 10 to 1. Are you ready? Of the top 10. Well, you just want to list them? Or... I'm, I'm going to get your reaction. Okay. Uh, how about I do for the top five? Well, I was going to say... Um... How about I give you highlights? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah, you're welcome. No, what I was thinking is, can I guess? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Because I have not looked at this. Oh, good. And okay. I'm going to guess one or two, and then you can maybe okay. fill me in on the rest. 
Is there an acai anywhere on this no list? No acai. Okay, maybe that's I do not see already. acai. Have we peaked on the acai I bowls? I peaked on I acai. I think here in the Midwest, acai is ready to bust wide open. Do you know why I say that? Because uh, they got them at Costco now. They got acai bowls at Costco. Oh. And they're not bad, right? Yeah. I quite enjoy it. Anyway, um, so not acai. Okay. Ooh. Give Mm-mm. me a hint. Is it well, veggie, uh, vegetables uh, uh, involved? Here's what I will tell you. In the top 10, there is... There is it is decidedly pedestrian. So there, for the most part, what you're seeing in the top 10... Decidedly the major- pedestrian. That is about the most cultured thing you've said all day. What I'm saying is, it's not going to be the... Um, it's not going to be as out there as you like think. Like nutritional yeast. It's not going to be on okay. the list. So the, the, the number one thing for sure... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And the majority of the stuff that's on the list is, is stuff that you, is normal, like is normal food. One? Bean burritos. Right? That's a trend? It's a food trend. Bean burritos? Thank you. Do you see what I'm like saying? Like the ones in the gas station? Yes. Like the, you know, like the ones 99 you... cent. Isn't yes. it? Wow. Okay. Why? Like the ones you get at the drive-thru at Taco Bell. 276% more popular from 2017 to 2018. I guess that's probably because there's a lot more vegetarians, right? Could be, but I, I would say that you're not going to get that from the rest of the, okay. the list necessarily oh. um, because you're going to get more meat from the rest of now, the Now, are we list. talking meat items, styles of meat? What are we talking here? Well, here, I'm going to give you, I'll give you, a, how about I give you a couple sure. other. Chicken yeah, burrito yeah. appeared at number five. Chicken burrito. Never what? in my day do I think, oh God, you know what I need is a chicken burrito. Never. Never. Weird. Okay. I will tell you this. How about this? I will tell you, red meat does not appear once on the top 10 list of food trends. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, Everybody eats it, but they don't talk about it because, you know. Because we can't. Yeah. Right? Because you can't admit it. I will tell you, cauliflower items appear twice. Two different types of cauliflower. Cauliflower rice. A cauliflower rice bowl. Yes, that is number seven. Cauliflower mashed potatoes. Mm-mm. Oh. I think the other one you're not going to guess readily. Cauliflower, roasted cauliflower? Closer. Cooked cauliflower? Nope. Frozen cauliflower? No, I'm going to just tell you. Okay. Buffalo cauliflower. Oh, sure. That's number 10. 124% more popular in 2018 than in 2017. Okay. Um, Other things that, well, here's, this to me would be the most, you know, I said there wasn't a lot of shishi stuff on the menu. You know, you were kind of throwing out the acai and the poke, I would say, would be the most. Sure. 
kind of poke bowls. Yeah. So that that's number two on I mean, the again, list. Again, they have it at Costco. That's how you know it's a trend because they got poke at Costco. They got poke at Costco. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Pokemon. Uh, okay. Would you like to know? Would, do, do you want to guess anything else? No, because I... obviously I'm not doing very good at this. Well, because I, I, I do think it's kind of hard because I, I don't think it is as. What's the weirdest thing on the list? Um, to me, that I think the thing that was the most surprising on the list was the chicken and waffle slider. What? Okay. Like what? Why this year? The chicken and waffle slider was one hundred forty-five percent more popular in two thousand eighteen than it was in two thousand seventeen. I remember chicken and waffles becoming sort of like a trend. God, it would probably be. It has to be. 10 to 15, well, maybe like 13 years ago, mm-hmm. there was a place downtown Minneapolis. It was like the first place that sold chicken and waffles mm-hmm. in Minneapolis. And did people just go bonkers? Yeah, it was it? called Betty Jean's something. It was a. It was like this really cute soul food restaurant that lasted for about five minutes on First Avenue. Yeah. And then it went away. Yeah, I vaguely recall that. I will tell you this. This Here's one uh, takeaway from this Grubhub list of the, uh, the annual uh, kind of trending food report. Avocado toast is on the decline. Mm, good. Which I think would surprise people, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, we've kind of had enough. Are you against to- avocado? No, toast? it's just like we've had enough avocado <laughs> right. toast. Yeah, we're kind of over it, right? Yeah, um, it's toast. How about avocado. I will tell you, acai bowls did show up on the top breakfast items list. Number okay. one, a peanut butter acai bowl, three hundred fifty percent more popular. Here's the thing that's frustrating about food trends, right? Is that, and we're not like we're food eaters with opinions, mm-hmm. so that doesn't really qualify us to do much other than give our opinions. Which we do, but... Don't um, worry about it. We got them. What I'm saying is we haven't done any like research or anything, but um, the thing that I've noticed about food trends is that once something becomes a trend, you'll have more access to it, but it's usually a crappier version of the thing that has become a trend. So acai bowls. I went to... There's some chain restaurant, and I can't remember, and I, it's probably a good thing that I don't remember, mm-hmm. so I don't get their name, where they had an acai bowl on the menu, and it was like not actual acai. It was like banana and something else. Mm. And I was like, but that's not... That's not what I'm yeah. doing. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I was at a birthday party for my daughter, one of her friends, and there was a conversation about whether or not the kids should open presents in front of each other. 651-641-1071. What do you think? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.